Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and of course I'm joined here by the one and only, the man with the brows that never seem to frown, Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing today? Do brows and frown rhyme, Shabazz? You know what? I'm trying to, I was I, trying to make it work. You did. You were trying to assist me on that and I appreciate it and they don't. They don't They don't rhyme at all. Um, but brows, I believe, can frown at least, right? Like when you're sad, don't your brows droop? They do droop, yeah. You know, I, you know I've spoken to a doctor about my drooping brows, but I mean, <laughs> if you have drooping there's nothing brows, that can be done. Please go there see is just too much weight from the amount of hair that are part of my eyebrows. So that's just who I am, Shabazz. Yeah, I'm I, proud of who I am. I'm, I'm proud of it too. And I, I think that you're an inspiration to anybody out there with frowning brows. Thank you. So, you know, yeah, no, of course, of course. Daniel, <laughs> we, <laughs> we are the movie podcast. And of course, you know that we drop episodes. You know this. I'm, I'm telling you this because I you're want telling you to me. know. You're telling I want me. You I just want to confirm you're telling and me. And if there's anyone okay, that's yeah. around me right now listening to this, right. then they should also know that we drop episodes, you know, typically every Monday. But throughout the week, we do drop reviews, interviews, kind of like this one. You can always follow us at The Movie Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Are we on anything else? That's about it. Those are the three main social medias, right? The, the three You know, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Letterbox. You know, we, we didn't end up doing MySpace. We're not on... Uh, we are on MySpace. Uh, it's just not easy to use. But we are on LinkedIn. So you we can are on follow LinkedIn. us on LinkedIn if you want all the business updates. If yeah. any positions ever become available, yeah. we'll let you know. We're I think we're now looking for a third person to join the show. Uh, a, so third person. a third person. Don't we already have a third person? I don't know. I, I, I can't confirm nor deny. Uh, let's just say that uh, <laughs> let's just say that there are layoffs happening at the moment. <laughs> oh no, that's not good, man. That's not good. <laughs> Anthony, if you're listening to this, we love you. Um, we do love you, Anthony. We do, we do. But we have a very special episode today because you know one of the best things about this show is that a we're handsome man, but b we're Canadian, right? And when we get the opportunity to ta- to talk to other Canadians, the show only gets a more handsome and b more Canadian. I think. And more powerful. You know, it, it almost becomes too powerful. That's why we can't do video on this episode. That's true. This, this is audio only because audio if you were only. to see us, we you, your computer would get a thermal warning. You would literally too hot. You would literally have to erase your device because of it, it's just not legal. And I don't blame you. <laughs> but you know, we had a we had a fantastic conversation with Shamir Anderson, who you can see in the upcoming Bruiser, which will be out February twenty-fourth on Hulu and Disney Plus here in Canada. You know, this is a really interesting film because uh, it has a great cast in it. You have Travante Rhodes as well, who's an end who you remember from recently a Hulu TV show, Mike. And of course, you have him in Moonlight and, and so many other things. And he's also produced this as well. He did, yeah. And we have to have a great conversation with Shamir about that relationship because the movie deals with a lot about fatherhood and the complications that can arise when there are other people that are involved in the way you're trying to raise your child. And it was a really, really awesome conversation that we had today, Daniel, with, with Shamir. I, I want to get your take on it as well. I think what's so incredible about our conversation as well, too, is how vulnerable Shamir is able to talk about, you know, everything that he's he's part of. Like, he put so much of himself into this film. And I love that he was able to speak so vulnerably about that and so openly about that right and i think like you said shay anytime we get to talk to a canadian or a fellow toronto man it's great we had two scarborough men on the show now with you know lamar johnson and now shamir anderson so it's pretty like we're we're just you know we're just collecting the toronto man here on our show which i think we always want to have you know, absolutely we always want to have a canadian presence on the show but uh like you said i just want to say you know shout out to disney for making this happen for us but also just for shamir 
for being so open on our show and talking about, you know, Bruiser and also giving us a little, some sneak peeks of what's to come in John Wick 4. So there's mm-hmm. lots to look forward to. And, you know, Canada's taken over, Shabazz. We are. And it's about time. I think, you know, we have all of the right ingredients. Uh, it's just that now we're finally in the right pot. So, yes, we're in the pot. Yeah, we're 100% we're in, in the pot, pot now. And we're ready to boil. And it's legal as well. I, I know that's a different thing that I'm talking about now. Oh. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. You know, you know Shamir is an, uh, an awesome person. We just had a, we had a great conversation. I can't wait for people to hear it. Of course, like I mentioned before, Bruiser will be available on Hulu and Disney Plus February 24th. And I want to give a huge shout out to our friends at Disney for giving us this opportunity. Because, man, anytime we get to talk to someone that's Canadian and someone who's also worked with other Canadians, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves and John McFour, we'll always take that opportunity. So without further ado, let's jump over to that interview. Hey, Shamir, how you doing? Yo, yo, good. How y'all doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm Daniel. I'm Shabazz. Shabazz and Daniel, what's up? I'm Shamir. <laughs> it's great to meet you, man. We love the Toy Story 2 poster behind you, by the way. Yeah, and the honor, oh, right? one. I did it yeah. for you guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, those posters ran out, but uh, I got y'all Toy Story 2. Oh, it's, it's the best one. So, is, uh, uh, I love that. I love that. How's your day going? It's good, man. It's early. You guys are the last one of the day. That's good. Save the best for last. Always, always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shamir, thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the movie podcast today. You know, uh, your performance in this film was fantastic, and I think we're still recovering from it as well too because it's you know it's it's a heavy movie man but uh i also want to say like we're you know we're fellow canadians we're from toronto we love talking to fellow toronto man so it's it's always great to uh to talk to you thank you i appreciate that and uh looking forward to this interview yeah of course you know in this movie you're working on that relationship constantly with trevante i'm i'm wondering on set what was that kind of like where you had to really distance yourself from him and really create this animosity did you guys talk a lot about that or did you just spend a lot of time away from each other it's a great question and um it's so funny you ask that question because the truth is because of the animosity that was rooted in the story between the two characters of porter and darius I didn't spend any time with Trevante in between. Wow. I didn't speak to him. I didn't really engage him. We saw each other at the gym a couple of times, the local gym. And like, it was kind of like, you know, scoffing. You know what I mean? Not like overly, like, like <laughs> it wasn't pathetic. It was just more like, okay, cool. We got work to do. And I think right. people ask why, you know, as Canadians, we're nice people. You know, we like to talk to people. Or yeah. Giving you want it, you know, especially for me, I want to, I, I love to hang out with my colleagues offset. It's kind of the perks of, of working all over the world as actors, get to meet new people. And for this particular project, I didn't know him. I didn't get to know him. I didn't want to get to know him because it was important for me to keep that tension on screen, keep that alive, you know, between action and cut and thereafter. So till this day, I still don't know who Trevante Rhodes is personally. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're doing the press run together. So hopefully him and I can break some bread and we can learn more about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I feel like, you know, bumping into him at the gym must have been, like, he must have been lifting up just like benches or something. Like he's so strong looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, strong looking and actually strong. It's just not looking. <laughs> yeah. They're not glamour when muscles. You, when you play Mike Tyson, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. something in there, you know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's, 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 that's the best part. I think too, you know, all jokes aside, I think it's so great because it's very, just from a filmmaking perspective, it's very rare you get to have two alpha males starring in a movie, black, black alpha males, you're right? Yeah. Like, it's like 
we always talk about it. You know, like for me, I would love to see Will Smith and Denzel do a movie one day. Will it ever oh. happen? I yeah. don't know. But I think why this film is so cool, just from a from an aesthetic point of view, is we get to see Black Fatherhood displayed in a way which you haven't seen. Black fathers usually incarcerated, dead or absent. We got two of them wanting to love their son. You know, um, you got two, you know, leading men, myself and Chavante, part of this project, you know, who are not small in size, so to speak. You know what I mean? And then, then I think, you know, just the boldness in the filmmaking and wanting to display that uh, masculinity in this way, but then also what comes with that, you know, and how you can have people who are so similar in the friction that comes with that, I think is... Is, is why this film is so dynamic and interesting because it just goes against all the normal practices we see in filmmaking, specifically with uh, black narratives. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, and I think you see that. I think of, you know, when we were watching, we have these two fathers who want to love their son. And I think with Malcolm and Darius, they have a very interesting relationship because I think Malcolm wants to do everything he can for Darius. And I was curious, what was your relationship with Jalen then when you were working on this film? Were you trying to, were you trying to be that father on set to him as well too? Or were, did you also feel a little bit of that distance between them? Cause there's definitely distance between them in the film. Yeah, for sure. I think for me, you know, Jalen is such an incredible artist. He's a young, young man, young boy, you know, he's been like 13, 14, 15, 16, something like that. But, yeah. You know, he's very new in his career a new in mm -hmm. life, right? And so I just want to commend him for his professionalism because he was so on it every day of the week. And every time I was with mm -hmm. him, he was just killing it. As for the work between the both of us, I, I you know, Shailen was an interesting relationship because you're right. Malcolm was still distant to his son, Darius. And so I didn't necessarily go out for dinners with Jalen. However, I got to know him a little bit, you know, but not to the point where I could understand him you know, inside and out, because I think Malcolm, the character, doesn't really even understand Darius inside and out. It's why, right. you know, he, he's trying to get on that bike. He's trying to figure out what it is. Like, he, he makes honest mistakes. And so for me, I wanted to make honest mistakes, you know, off camera. So it felt like there's always this need of catch up with Malcolm and Darius. Like, he's always like, oh, wait, this happened. Oh, right. Yeah, let me. Oh, yeah, it's all right. And so I think for me, in order for, it's like you're meeting somebody for the first time and you're like, oh, yeah, how do you spell your name again? How do you say it? it is Shabazz or Shah, you know what I mean? So I, yeah. it was it was those elements that I think helped, you know, build that relationship. Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you, hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly but with this led light it's super bright and you can get everything precision cut it's a 4000k led spotlight so you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should the skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good like i i, I was always a little hesitant going down there and then I felt safe. I felt like there was protection there. 
Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beard trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker. And it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code MoviePod. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls. Well, thank you. Your, your character, the preparation that kind of went into something where you're you're dealing with a lot and you're constantly carrying that weight throughout every single scene in this movie. And you did it so phenomenally. I have to ask, like, what was the preparation like? Because, I mean, you're not only bringing so, so much emotionality to your role, but especially during that ending, there's so much physicality you're bringing too, which I'm sure also helps in John Wick 4 coming soon as well. <laughs> yeah. So what was that preparation like? Yeah, um, the preparation was, uh, um, the pre- sorry about that. The preparation for this role was, with all my roles, my prep is rooted in anxiety of messing up, right? You know, similar to a student going to an exam, they study, 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 so they can try to be, you know, get the best results. And so for me, in order for me to get the best results, I usually go off the deep end. So for this role, he was a car salesman. So I went to the car dealership every day. I sold cars. I learned how to be a car salesman. Understanding how that impacted his life. You know, I um, wanted to understand from a physical standpoint how this man stood, how he walked, how he moved. You know, he's the most stylish guy. Porter's character is ripped, shredded, cool. This guy felt like his focus wasn't necessarily on his aesthetic and more about the work. So I dressed him very drabby. You know, stress does a lot of things to you physically. One of those things has it has him lose hair. So I shaved his head bald because, you know, stress manifests in different ways. And so for me, I felt that for Malcolm, it's stress manifested in hair loss. And that's why, you know, I, 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 I shaved my head bald. He also had glasses, mm-hmm. not necessarily because he was blind, but more as a barrier to entry into his soul, to his eyes, which then opens you up to vulnerability. So these are the little things that I would put together as I'm building a character, built this character rather, in order for me to anchor in so it feels real. So I, when I'm arriving on set, you know, I'm, I'm living under imaginary circumstances, you know, truthfully. And so that's a lot of the work that I did, including not speaking to Cervante, you know, including just like a lot of that work. So when you're underprepared, for me, you know, I start to sweat. But when I'm overprepared, it's like Wonderland. Then I get to play on set. Then I get to have the most fun. And ultimately, this is fun. You know, this is a play on camera. So I wanted to. Yeah, so that was a lot of the work that I did. Did you did you find it difficult playing a father? You know, because um, it's 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 a tough role. You know, like and I think yeah. there's 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 something to it when, like I, I know from experience with like my own father, like he, there's a naturalness to it. And I'm curious when you're when you're performing, do you feel like there's like are you standing different? Are you, are you holding like yourself different? Or are you just thinking differently when you're when you're in a role like that? Yeah, I mean, I think. You know, it's so interesting that you say that because I never had a father. So I never had that perspective. I don't know what that is. Um, you know, my father was just not in my life. And so for me, the parent that was in my life was my mother who played both roles. So when you ask that question, when you playing a father, for me, it was about being a parent, a loving parent, a tough, loving parent. And so my mother was the example that I used. That was my lived experience. And so some would think that, oh, you know, Shamir had a father in his life that he was able to pull from. 
but I did it. I pulled from my mom. A lot of what I did with Malcolm was my mom, that tough love that wanted to do great and well. And I think that speaks to the through line of what this movie is about, is about love, you know, and we're so much more alike than we are different. You know, mother or father, obviously there's the biological elements of things of women giving birth versus men not, you know, and, but I think for me, it was about the emotion, the emotion behind that. And, you know, taking the emotion of Malcolm wanting to be a great parent, you know, want to be a great father was, was, was kind of the forefront of the work and identifying that and living in that and pulling from my lived experiences, which was my, you know, having my mother as my sole provider. I love that. And did you, did you feel like in between takes when you, when you're working on this film over this time, were you able to come off of that? Like, were you able to find that downtime between takes Were there, were those moments of levity or were you feeling like, you know, you know, I have to stay in this mindset between takes I'm staying here, not necessarily just method acting, but just like, you know, I I know you just, I know you mentioned like distancing yourself. Right. But are, did you feel like you needed to between takes or did you have those moments of just being like, I could be Shamir right now? Usually it takes six to eight months to do a feature film, sometimes a year if you're lucky. Um, and this film we shot in three weeks, six-day weekends. Wow. wow. There was no time. Incredible. So your question, it was like around the clock. You know, I was living on set pretty much. So it was get to set, do the thing all day, and then go home, sleep, and go back, back out of the day. Wow. The Sundays that I had was probably just going over the materials and sleeping. You know, consciously I wasn't like, I'm Malcolm today, this is what I'm doing. But it was like... There's, you know, very little interaction with the outside world, purely based off of time. We just didn't have the time, you know, similar to when you're right. in a Zoom room for 10 hours, you have very little time to step out of the podcast headspace. And that was similar to this. And this is where, you know, I'm always mindful of the term method acting because it's such a bad rap. And if you do the real research, we understand that what method acting really is, sense memory and Stanislavski, and, you know, all those things. But, you know, for me, it was more so just being focused on the objective and the objective was living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. And so during that time, there was little time to go DJ, you know, <laughs> yeah. hats on Queen Street, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't have time to do that. So yes, you know, through osmosis, I was locked in a little bit more than usual. usual right. For a year, I had a hiatus. Right. But you see it. I think that the evidence is on the screen. And I think the performances from everyone in this film shine because of that. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, I'm proud of it. You know. Yeah, I I mean, I can't wait for people to see your performance in this. And we're so excited for John Wick 4 to come out. We have to know, like, what can you tell us about this movie? And I hope we get to talk to you again when that movie's coming out. I hope so, too. Um, Things are great. I mean, listen, dude, like, I'm a kid in a candy store. I'm a John Wick (laughs) 4. Like, everybody's looking for these responses. And, like, come on, when you get the call for John Wick, you just got to say yes. Oh yeah. You know, like I'll hold Keanu's bags. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm excited. I was to be a part of this. But um nah man, John Wick 4, you guys are gonna be on a roller coaster ride. And being mindful of Lionsgate shutting this zoom down if I say too much. <laughs> right, of course. <laughs> Red dot nice, appears. You know? So, <laughs> I uh I just I just wanna say that like you guys are in for a treat. I do have a dog, which is you know, public knowledge. It's out there. I was that was a Malinois which is really cool. And I've worked with an animal before. And Amazing. I will say this, Keanu and I had a lot of Canadian jokes offset. Oh, I love it. So, I'm love sure. It. <laughs> I'm sure your poster looks wicked too. I'm sure that that's yeah. going to be up everywhere too. It must be awesome seeing that. Surreal, surreal. Donnie, Ian McShane, Lawrence Fishburne, Bill Skarsgård, Keanu Reeves, Scott Atkins, Rena. Like, I mean, the list 
the cast is insane. So, oh yeah, you guys to see that in March. Do you do you feel like a like a kinship when you get to work with fellow Canadians whenever you're on a project? I'm like the biggest Canadian cheerleader in the world. I think amazing. Everybody, everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> I love Canada. I love being Canadian. I love being from Toronto. I love being from Scarborough. So when I do meet Canadians, you know, I definitely lose my mind. I mean, I remember I met Jim Carrey once. I like literally had a fangirl moment. And then <laughs> you know, I definitely had a fangirl moment as well. And then obviously working with Keanu, you know, we got to share a lot of Canadian stories, man. And uh, He's a good guy. And I just love, I always do the Canadian side of things because I love it because we're best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no arguments there. Sure. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time. And you guys were truly incredible. Do you have anything else you wanted to ask before we break? No, we're just, no. we're just so grateful for your time. And we really hope we get to talk to you again. And hopefully we'll get to meet one day down the road as well, too. So, Shamir, thank you so much again for everything today. Yeah, man. Sure. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Shamir. Have a good one. And we're back. What an amazing conversation that was. Daniel, please, please let me know what you, you thought of that. Uh, again, like I, I'm just, it, it's, it's interesting, you know, whenever we get to have more time with people on the show, I think that's when we really get to get to the real answers to the heart of everything. And we really get to build a trust with whoever we're talking to. Right. So sometimes we'll have junkets. It's five minutes. It's eight minutes. It's seven minutes. It's four minutes. But you know, when we get time, we have 15 minutes today. We, I feel like, again, I feel like we're, we could, you know, see Shamir one day and be like, Hey man, we spoke to you. Let's be best friends. Come back on the show. No, I'm kidding. But it's, it's just nice that we, we feel like that we have that camaraderie. We did. Now, I think. And it's funny that you mentioned that because we were recording our interview with him just mere minutes, I think like two blocks down from where he was yeah, actually recording. Literally so close to one another. <laughs> we were so close to one another that he had, I don't think he knew. We should have mentioned it to him though. Uh, yeah. but like, hey man, <laughs> why don't we just do this in person? Like, uh, come downstairs yeah. and we'll record it right now. Uh, but no, it was fantastic. In the movie, he portrays so much emotion and it, it's, it's a very difficult film to watch because of how real it gets and how intense it gets and you know that relationship that he that he kind of butts heads with with Travante Rhodes in this movie it was so interesting and I really wanted to get to know the essence behind it because you have somebody that works so hard in the industry like Shamir and like Travante like how do you perfect that kind of bond in that relationship and to know that they didn't that he they literally kept their distance from another to you know build that animosity uh, it made so much sense so yeah totally yeah. totally get it totally loved it uh, any other thoughts you had about the interview just like what you said, Che, I just want everyone to check it out on Friday on Disney Plus, Bruiser. Incredible performances. Absolutely. Very, very incredible performances. Well, I mean, that brings us to the end of this episode. But guess what? The conversation doesn't have to end because if you didn't hear at the top of the show when I was talking to Daniel about where we're available because I was just trying to refresh his memory, we are on Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, Letterboxd, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn even. You want to join the show? That's how you join us. You, you go on LinkedIn, you show us the best of your abilities, and uh, maybe we'll consider you one day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> send us your resume. Send us your resume. No, please don't. Please, please, don't, please, please, don't, please, don't, please don't do we're, that. We're not hiring right now. No. We're not hiring right now. No, no, no. no. We're actually above capacity. We're, we're, we only need yeah, two we spots. <laughs> we're looking to trim down, uh, we're looking to actually trim down just to one person. Just to, oh, damn it. Yeah, I, I could be gone. <laughs> yeah. You know you know that scene in the dark night when he's like, whoa, we're going to have tryouts? We're trying like, to What's going to happen? Oh, so, yeah, man. Happen soon Damn it. Us. 
Oh, well, it's fine. It's fine. And of course, if you want to keep that conversation rolling, Discord is a great place. We've been having so many people join our server and having great conversations about different movies and things that are happening. Obviously, we have our Last of Us breakdowns that are currently occurring. And if you want to continue that breakdown, join the Discord because we have a spoiler room open. We also have a spoiler room open right now for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. What are your thoughts on the film? We have our interviews out for that. We have our reviews out for that. So you definitely want to be having that conversation with us. Of course, that was this time of the movie podcast. We'll see you next.